Hey, hey, sisters, Bria here. And before we dive into this podcast episode, I want to bring something to your attention that I think is a bad rap, and that is New Year's resolutions. We are in the final days heading into a brand new year. And this is a time where a lot of people can get really excited about setting some new intentions for themselves. And although I realize historically and factually, not a lot of people follow through on them, they're actually one of my favorite things to set. And that is because I set them pretty early. I make sure to spend a good few weeks or even a couple months before I really think about what I want my next year to look like, before I just dive in and create a whole plan without being realistic with it all. And I think this is really, really relevant to women in our age bracket, because as we approach this next year, you do have an opportunity to start asking yourself, how do I want to feel in my body in three months, in six months, in nine months, in a year, right? If How do I want to be feeling sitting here at this time next year? The same? Worse? Because, because we know we're not going to feel the same. At our age, things are getting worse, not better, unless we know how to move in line with our rhythm and we're following the habits that nourish these adrenals to keep our hormones supported. So as we head close and as you start to think about it, I want to encourage you in a couple of different things. My January opportunities will come out in two different ways. I am going to do a fitness-focused challenge this year starting in January, and that is because for me, when my hormones are balanced, fitness is my passion. It makes me happy. It's my hobby. It brings me pleasure. It helps me rupture. It helps me feel really strong. And of course, we know as women, fitness is really crucial for our bone density as we age. Not only that, but it's really good for our elongation, our flexibility, every aspect of it, and our brain and mental health. But not everyone can just be jumping on in to a hard fitness program. Before you start thinking about this for January, you want to make sure that your hormones are balanced. So here's a couple options I have for you. I want you to consider just grabbing one of my hormone healing analysis where we dive in for 90 minutes, look at what is keeping you imbalanced, what's making you imbalanced, what your imbalance is, and create a strategy that you can follow through on in the weeks leading up to January if fitness is something that you are wanting or you're just needing something self-paced quick and dirty now. Swipe up for that link in the show notes. However, if you know that you are not going to be ready for something fitness in the new year, And by the way, keep an eye out for that. I will talk about it soon. You will see it in my launched in my emails. You'll see it launched in my stories. I'll talk about it here on the podcast. But if you're wanting to grab one of my exclusive one-on-one coaching spots, I will be opening up 10 spots only for January. My one-month coaching program, 10 spots only, where we really lean into you and people always get results. Swipe up to apply now. Spots are very limited. All right, let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. 
This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, hey, sisters, Bria here. Today, we're going to talk all about actually one of my favorite topics. And and I have to say, probably one of the hottest topics I get asked about a lot, which is when should you start a fitness program? Um, And first, you know, I think it's such a hot topic because we've been, you know, it's kind of been shoved down our throats forever around you know, how working out helps us lose weight, right? This is where we're kind of stuck in our head. And I want to talk about it because for me, fitness is probably one of my favorite hobbies um, over the years. And it wasn't, I didn't grow up a super active kid at all. I don't come from a really athletic family. Um, You know, I was always most improved on a team, never most valuable. (laughs) But uh, so I don't have a lot of natural athletic ability, but I, if I work hard, I can get there. And, you know, for me in the last decade and a half of my life, fitness became, you know, a real foundation a real foundation, a real foundational pillar, I guess, that helped me get through some of the hardest times in my life. So whenever I am struggling, you know, whenever I am battling something, whenever something is hard, whenever, you know, something's wrong with my kids or, or I'm struggling with my own, you know, anxiety or grappling with a problem or trying to figure things out, that time on the mat, I would call it, whether it's 30 minutes or 45 minutes, which is usually kind of the max window that I like. It's about all we have time for, right? 20 minutes just isn't quite enough. 30 is pretty solid. Every now and then I'll move up to 40. But that time on the mat was a real consistent heartbeat that for me of out of safety, I guess, something that I could return to. And I think this is why it's really, really important, you know, and why I talk a lot about with you guys about um, finding hobbies, right? Things that bring you joy outside of your kids, outside of your family. You know, what is the thing for you that when you're alone and you do, you're quite happy to do? And I get that it's not fitness for everyone. I also really want to So this is why I wanted to talk about fitness. It's a really popular conversation. It's a really important part of my life, but I feel like I need to decipher, you know, what fitness is because you also hear me talk a lot about how working out can be really damaging to our hormones at this time in our life. And and it's true. It it is. Ultimately, as we know, whether you're brand new to this podcast or whether you've been listening and following me for a while, our, you know, the biggest issue for us is that we in perimenopause is that we start um, being in imbalance. So the body's grinding away, trying to bring it back into balance. And, and, and really it can't ultimately come fully back into balance. We are going to reach a point where we just don't have the same hormone rhythm that we hadn't. That's menopause. Uh, so there's going to be a, a time where it's a bit, you know, there's some discomfort, this reverse puberty, we, we like to call it. 
Uh, and but the the bigger issue is that we're we're kind of passing the baton from our hormones to our adrenals, right? And our adrenals are what you know manages are really highly impacted by all of our stress. So any aspect of our life that adds stress, both positive or negative, really makes this this problem and the suffering that we have from the problem worse. So our goal during these years really is more about nourishing the adrenals. Now, we can absolutely get ourselves to a point and and I often get here and I when we really, you know, the point of the period whisper is really teaching you to listen to the whispers of your body, right? When you start to really hear the whispers of your body and really recognize these red flags, these you know, things that are whispering out to you, then you know when you can pick up fitness or put down fitness. But I want to give you some guidelines today to try to better understand that for you. For me, I know that if I am not sleeping well through the night, if I am, you know, having cravings in the afternoon, brain fog, any of these things that I know you are struggling with, it is not a time for us to you know, dive into a hard workout program. Yes, we need to move our body. And this is what I want to clarify for you. Movement is a requirement for our health, for our hormones, for our mental health. You know, so moving our bodies, especially in such a sedentary lifestyle that we live these days, is a critical part of our daily habit. So getting out and walking, getting out and like doing some yoga, just moving your body in a normal functional way as a part of life, like walking your dog for half an hour once or twice a day. You know, these are very functional things that are kind of the bare minimum of what we should be doing for our body. On that note, though, if you have a lot of weight to lose, you really should only stay in this gentle movement um, as like you need to stay in this pocket of gentle movement until you fix your nutrition enough so that your body is releasing weight that way. If you're at this point where maybe you just have about 10 pounds to lose, you are sleeping pretty well through the night, you know, you don't have any major stress happening. Like again, you know, we're heading into the holiday season. This is notoriously a really stressful time for people financially, emotionally, you know, there's just so much more happening and no more time, so much more money going out and no more coming in. You know, it's a, it's a stressful time overall, not to mention it's emotional. If you've lost people, if you're missing people, if you're not with people. So it's a difficult time. This is not a good time in your perimenopause years when you already know you're battling these, you know, dysregulations and this stress and we need to be nourishing our adrenals to start taxing our adrenals by doing a fitness. Because besides the regular movement, Fitness, on the other hand, like running or lifting weights or HIIT training or CrossFit or whatever you want to call it, even Pilates can be pretty intense. By nature, it is asking your body to change. It is actively stressing out your body. And when we're balanced, when we're in a good headspace, when we're feeling well, it's actually a really wonderful thing because you can start to see your body change. You can build muscle, but you have to have these other pieces in place, right? We need to have our nutrition on. We need to have our sleep on. 
We need to have our consistent no brain fog, consistent energy. We need to have been able to carve out time for a basic walk every single day before we start adding in these intense workouts because these are the basic pillars of our health. If we don't have the basic pillars of our health, why are we out you know, trying to run a marathon when we haven't even run a 5K? This is the way I want you to start thinking about it. So there is absolutely a place in this phase of our life where we can add fitness in. And this is why, you know, for me, why I am going to launch, you know, a fitness challenge um, in January. So more on that to come, of course, but because I will intend to be working out, but It's important before you get into that, it's important that you understand there are times in your cycle where it's good to work out. There are times when you need to pull back. There are times when you should be following the modifier. And there are times when you shouldn't be doing it at all. And these are the pieces of the puzzle that you need to understand. Real quick, sister, are you ready to have the best health of your life in midlife? I'm not exactly sure why you were here, but I bet you I can take a pretty great guess. Maybe you're starting to hear more and more about this perimenopause thing. I mean, can we be honest about the fact that we heard about menopause, but nobody told us about perimenopause? And now that you are reaching those magical ages, you're wondering if that is why you are feeling a bit off. Or maybe you know you are in it and you're sick of feeling stuck, tired, don't want to buy new pants, and frustrated that you're actually doing the things to feel better, but the things aren't working. Or maybe you're feeling okay and want to make the most of this time and get ahead of your shifting hormones. Whatever the reason, I'm so glad that you are here because life is too short to feel anything less than amazing. Perimenopause and menopause is a time for freedom, not to be weighed down by your hormones or how you feel in your body. You were meant for more, sister. So whether you're having symptoms or wanting to prevent symptoms, you are in the right place, and I am here to be your guide to having the best health of your life in midlife and beyond. I want to invite you into the Perimenopause Posse. It's the perfect starter course and membership for the clear guidance you need to understand the hormonal shifts of perimenopause, start healing your hormones, and shift into fat burning month after month. In the Posse, you get my step-by-step course to support your hormones and get them working for you so you can achieve the weight release, muscle growth, or just the energy gain that you want for your life. You also get a great community of sisters to support you and a monthly live training and Q&A with me so I can answer your specific questions, as well as monthly nutrition plans and workouts designed to go with the flow of your hormones. And of course, a few other great bonuses. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes below to join the posse. Start your step-by-step program and meet me inside of the community. It's everything you need to master your hormones and shift into fat burning month after month. So click link below in the show notes and meet me in there. All right, back to this episode. So before you dive into any type of fitness program, and I know you, I have a lot of you avid fitness people out there that reach out to me, probably because I've been in the fitness land for years and years and years as well. So we've all, you know, grown up together in that sense. Um, And you know, I love it just as much as you. But when I had to really take a step, when I had to really balance my hormones because I was a mess, as I know many of you are, like I wasn't sleeping through the night, I was exhausted and having crazy cravings all the time, I was emotional, my periods started to be irregular. When all of these things started happening in my late 30s, and I finally did the research to better understand this stuff, I realized my body was screaming at me, it needed this break. 
And so anything I was doing that was taxing it further had to go. And it was hard. But even though I still, you know, I let myself sleep in more and still hit the mat every day, I was just doing yoga for about four cycles, four months is all I did was yoga before I started lifting weights again. And even now, if I am in a stressful time, maybe I'm moving or something's going on in my life personally, it is the one thing that I still keep that habit of movement, but the intensity of that movement changes. So for me, I just, I get up and I walk every single day. I love that. It sets my mind right. I have a dog. He needs to be walked. It all works out. But then on top of that, I have my other movement. And if I am in a stressful time or my hormones are imbalanced and my body's calling out to me, that movement is simply yoga. That's all it is. Sometimes it's more intense yoga than others. There are some shockingly intense yogas out there. I don't even know if I can call it yogas. Please send me a message, yogis, and tell me if I can call it yogas. (laughs) In fact, I am always looking for really intense yogas. So if you know of any, please send me a DM. I would love to hear um, or tag me in Instagram. I would love to know of the most intense yoga you've ever done because I would love to grow in that area myself. But that being said, another time that is not great for you to be starting a workout program, even if you are balanced in your hormones, is on your period. That is the time where our metabolism is revved a bit higher, cortisol is more rampant in the body, and ultimately we should be kind of quieter and more nourishing that time. Yoga, yes. CrossFit, no. Okay, so a good time to start a workout program once you've had one or two cycles of consistency and you're feeling calm and you're able to release weight naturally through food and general movement and you're sleeping through the night. Yes, that is the time when we can add in fitness and The beauty of that that you need to know is that when you are in that place and you start working out, you layer on fitness, you get results lickety split. Isn't that what we want? We want those results, those before and afters that we see. Those are from people who are balanced and then ready and they're nourished all around and then they're diving in. If you are not eating three basic meals a day that are balanced nicely and 80% clean, you shouldn't be working out hard. If you are not sleeping seven to nine hours, mostly through the night, you shouldn't be working out because all of those things are actually adding more stress and burnout to your body, which is putting you in fat storage mode. So unless you love the workout, you're just, you're, you're, just making it harder on yourself. And even if you do love the workout, we need to be responsible as human beings for our body, as women who are CEOs of our body, and recognize, okay, maybe it's time to take a little break from my CrossFit. I get it. I get you CrossFitters love it. I get it. Trust me. I used to be a serious hardcore fitness addict myself. I love it. I love that feeling, that rush. But just because you know, it makes you feel good doesn't mean that it is the right thing for your body. We cannot abuse our body, right? We need to listen to our body and hear what she is saying. So a really good time once you are balanced to begin a new workout program is actually in your follicular phase, those first few days after your bleed. Because our our coordination is up, our hormones are just starting to build again, you know, we're building in our energy, our cortisol is lower, our metabolism is actually lower, so we can handle these new moves 
in a nice patient way. And we can build in that follicular phase, elevate a little bit more in your ovulation, and then just hold it again in your luteal phase. So in a weightlifting program, you know, a really great thing is to start the program. If you're feeling pretty good by week two, then in ovulation, then you can maybe lift a little heavier, but you just leave it at that as you head into your luteal phase. This is how we listen to our bodies, hear what she is saying, because Anyone who has trained with a trainer understands that you don't have to lift huge amounts of weight or push yourself really hard to get amazing results. That mind-muscle connection is so massive that when your form is on, when you are really focused on the squeeze of a muscle or the posture you know, in a plank, you actually will get amazing results without killing yourself. So let me sum that one up for you. Number one, (laughs) we want to make sure that before we dive into any fitness program, we've gone through a cycle or two where we don't have any crazy, you know, where our body is not yelling at us that we're having bigger issues. Okay. Number two, starting your follicular phase is a really good time to start your fitness. And number three, fitness and movement are different. If you don't have time every day for just a general walk or stretch, That's where your energy should go to that, along with proper meal planning, not to some hard, intense workout yet. Of course, if it is the one thing that brings you so much pleasure, add it in once or twice a week. But for your general health, for your general hormones, for your general adrenals, you know, for your overall being your best self vibes and stepping into being that CEO of your body, these key health pillars are so important. Am I eating three balanced meals a day? Or maybe am I snacking a whole bunch in between craving sugar, you know, starting my day with coffee, ending it with wine? Like those habits cannot support the transformation transformation you're requiring in a fitness kind of challenge, you know, or any type of hard workout. So make sure you're listening to that body and just, just walk. I promise you, you can balance your hormones. You can release the weight when you just walk. All right, you guys, stay tuned. As we head through this holiday season, you will see me share about my fitness challenge coming up, or you'll see me open up my spots for just 10 women to work exclusively with me in a one-on-one intensive coaching to balance your hormones and really customize your plan through January. That's all I can take, and that's all I'll take, and then I won't open it again until a couple months later. So reach out, let me know, and don't forget, Don't forget, if I can call it yogas, reach out. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.